Yeah, on, on that note, in terms of energy policy, I'm curious, do you believe in a human-caused climate change? And uh, if so, how does uh, Kentucky grapple with that, considering that we still have you know, so many coal-fired power plants? Sure. Well, I mean, let me just say that, uh, you know, I, I certainly believe that, uh, you know, the first law of the universe is change. So the climate ha- is changing. The climate ha- always has changed. I, I do believe that uh, as humans, uh, you know, there are there are points where we can uh, affect, uh, you know, the planet and, and our environment. I mean, I think that, you know, given the resources that we have, you know, if we had population growth there might be a point where we couldn't even feed all the, all, all the people. So there's there's no question that we can uh, affect uh, we can affect the planet. Uh, what I don't necessarily believe in is that all the scientists are in agreement that we we have reached a point or past the point of no return uh, for the imminent destruction of our planet because of anthropologic global warming. I just do not believe that. So, okay, so just to be clear, you do believe in anthropogenic global warming, but you don't believe we've passed the point of no return. No, I'm not saying that I believe in anthropogenic global warming. I I, I believe that, uh, uh, that, that, you know, we can as humans uh, have... Uh, some impact on you know on our on our planet. I, I just I'm not sure that uh, that all the predictions uh, about uh, you know the dire situation that we're in immediately because of human activity is uh, is necessarily uh, you know certainly has been proven to me. Uh, there are there are lots of uh, reasons out there that uh, that we have uh, carbon uh, in, in the I mean it's part of a natural process, but you know you have. Uh, Volcanic eruptions. You have, uh, you know, those. Uh, you know, our center of our Earth is is kind of a molten core. It is probably uh, so. We have things bubbling up through the ocean, getting into the atmosphere. Uh, there, you know, there are there are probably lots of causes. Um, At least in terms of volcanic eruptions, you know, scientists have proven that the types of carbon that are in the atmosphere are actually different isotopes of carbon from that that is released from volcanic eruptions. Well, I, there, that may very well be. I, you know, I'm, I haven't seen those statistics that, that talk about that. But you know, when you when you talk about carbon, uh, you know, that's kind of like plant food, and that's part of the process. You know, plants, uh, you know, they take in carbon and emit oxygen, and we, we kind of do the opposite. It's just kind of part of the real order. I, I do believe that we ought to be um, planting more trees, uh, doing those types of things. Uh, and we could do some other things to mitigate carbon. I'm not saying that we shouldn't. Uh, there's no question that wasting energy is the worst thing that we can do. Uh, we can, uh, uh, you know, conserve. And I think we've we've done a lot. If you look, actually look at uh, uh, the United States, we, we have probably been a leader in reducing our pollution. We've reduced our SOx and NOx, nitrous oxide and sulfur dioxide uh, by 80 or 90 percent levels, uh, particulate matter, those sort of things. We've actually reduced carbon in, in, in this country uh, when other countries are continuing to build coal-fired power plants. Uh, the transportation automobiles is probably a bigger uh, polluter now, as far as carbon is is concerned, uh, than than coal fired power plants or even gas power plants. So um, there are lots uh, of things. I'm a little surprised at your stance on, on climate change, given that you know earlier, just earlier this, or actually I guess it was early last year, um, Majority Leader Mitch McConnell said that he believes in uh, human caused climate change. He just said the question is, how do you address it? 
Well, you know, I mean, certainly the Senator, you know, I, the climate is changing, but the climate ha- always has changed from the very beginning of time. So can can you say then that, uh, you know, long before man was on the planet, the climate was changing and uh, it, it took man to get here before we, we actually it started changing? That's just not simply not true. And uh, so, I, you know, I think that, uh, uh, you know, the climate is changing and, and, uh, and we probably have some some impact on that. And uh, there's things that we can do to, to mitigate the problems that we may be causing. But, uh, uh, you know, to, to say that, uh, I mean, I'm not one that's going to say that the climate's not changing, but uh, it, it's certainly not all because of, uh, it's because of man's activities. Yeah, so how does, um, you know, how do you see uh, Kentucky's energy policy moving forward in the coming decades? Well, that's uh, that's that's pretty tough. I think I think this, it, it, that depends on on lots of things. Um, you know, the energy market has changed obviously as technology changes, and 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 we encourage that. Uh, uh, you know, I think that if we actually do at some point uh, get battery storage that uh, can really store the intermittent sources like wind and solar to when you can use it later, that's that's one thing. But but I can tell you that I personally do not believe that we can replace baseload electricity generation that's designed to run uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, that has a fuel source on site at the power plant with with intermittent sources that just, uh, or even just in time fuels like uh, natural gas, uh, we could be putting ourselves in um, danger of, of blackouts or, or whatever. And if that happens, then that could totally change the way that we're doing that too. So we have to have a resilient grid. Uh, we have, it has to be uh, something that uh, uh, where we have dependable uh, power and the capacity to produce that power when it's needed. Uh, and you don't have that with intermittent sources. So uh, it, it all depends on uh, you know, lots of things, and I think we have to be ready for whatever changes that uh, that come down the pike. Uh, and we have to embrace changes that work. But I do not believe that. Uh, I think it's very dangerous for us as a country uh, to depend on sources that have been proven not to be uh, reliable and not to have the capacity to generate power when it's needed. Yeah, and then, okay, my, my last question for you is just simply, what are your legislative priorities for the session? Well, of course, you know, being a chairman uh, or, uh, you know, doesn't make, make my priorities different than anyone else's. Obviously, we have to have a budget, uh, and that's that's going to be a very tough thing. Uh, we have to we have to make sure we fund uh, the school safety bill, I think, that we, that we uh, uh, you know, passed last year. Um, we got to find funding for that. We have to f- continue to find funding uh, for things like uh, uh, your pension system that's uh, you know hadn't been properly funded in in some years, and uh, so you know those are things that priorities that we have to do. We have to continue, I think, to um, excuse me. We have to continue to uh, you know work for comprehensive tax reform that that creates uh you know an incentive for people to invest money and create jobs and grow our economy um and and also have a system that's fair to to other folks uh and then you know state employees haven't had a raise in probably since the 90s and so you know there are lots of things that we really need to do out there and uh so and i know we can't solve all those problems but but we have to be talking about them and 
and uh, and and striving to solve as many of the problems as we can. All right, I I really appreciate you giving me a call back on and uh, talk to me about all these things. Sure, not a problem. Thank you very much, Representative. Okay, uh, bye. bye.